Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I feel like we all grew up so quickly when mum died because childhood yeah. is sort of ripped away and you suddenly have to, you know, deal with funeral plans and a, a will. You think, oh gosh, I'm really an adult now. Every loss is unique and losing a parent when you're young is not common, but that doesn't mean that anyone should suffer alone. Now, these are words from this week's guest, Beth French, who's the founder of Let's Talk About Loss, an online grief community that encourages just that thing, talking about grief and those we have lost in the process. One of the most important things is to talk about grief. Absolutely. It's so hard, isn't it? Because I run a network called Let's Talk About Loss. And yet even I struggle sometimes to know what to say and to know how to put things into words. And so especially if you are newly bereaved or, or maybe you haven't been bereaved and you're trying to support someone who has been, it's such a difficult conversation to start. But it's so important to start it. have it, yeah. And I mean, I think as well, certainly from me and Sasha's point of view, since we, we started um, Grief Encounters, is that now it's become sort of more normal to talk about it and people want to talk about it. Since you started the online community, have you found people are more willing to listen? Definitely. And actually, when I started blogging back in 2016, I felt like I was sort of shouting shouting into silence really mm. and that I didn't know whether people were were listening or understanding or or feeling comfortable to join in that conversation whereas now I'm seeing so much more of that and so really in only four years you know quite a lot has changed and within the grief community there are lots more young people especially starting you know a podcast or an Instagram page or whatever it is to start that conversation in their own mm. way. And, and people are really responding to that, which is fantastic. And I think grief is not the same as mental ill health, but the push on talking about your mental health has really helped because because grief is so sort of similar and connected that actually it means that people feel a little bit more able, I think to say, yeah, you know, I'm having a really bad day with my grief today and, and that people will know not to just shut down or ignore them. Yeah, I think it's interesting there when you talk about the grief community because that's what it is. 
I mean, it comes to everybody at some point and some people have it younger than others or in different circumstances. But it is a community where only the person who's going through grief truly understands. And that's what sort of makes the connection. Absolutely, because grief is so unique, isn't it? So even within, let's talk about loss, I am trying to support other young people who are bereaved, but I'm learning every single day because I'm only an expert on my own grief. Yeah. But the community is so important because when I chat to someone who has lost, you know, a, a sibling, sudden death, you know, really different circumstances to me losing my mum I can I still have so much in common with that person and there's still so much sort of beauty in that conversation being able to have and and just little things like at our meetups we might we might sort of share a joke around you know Mother's Day or or Father's Day that's, Mm -hmm. that's coming up and 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 just how people don't know, you know, what to say or, yeah. or might say the wrong thing. And yeah. and even if we've all experienced a different loss, there's that real sense of belonging that that you're in this real safe space, um, and that everyone just sort of gets it, you know? Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about how you got to this place. Tell us about your mum. Oh, my mum was fantastic. Her name was Susan. And she was just the most joyful woman, um, very silly. I have lots of wonderful memories of, we used to play cherry stone spitting in the garden, see who could spit their cherry stones the furthest. And she'd always be embarrassing me, um, you know, wanting, wanting to pose for photos when I was thinking, oh no, that's not cool. Yeah. And she was just the most wonderful woman. And so in 2013, uh, when I, I was just a week away from moving, leaving home and, and going to university, she got diagnosed with cancer of the bile duct. Um, I mean, I'd never even heard of a bile duct before. I didn't know what that was. It's quite a rare cancer for a, a woman in her 50s, as she was, mm. um, and quite hard to target because bile ducts are very thin. And so surgery is quite hard. Um, but she did, you know, she was so positive and just the whole time was like, it's going to be okay, you know, go to uni, enjoy yourself, don't be thinking about me. Um, and in 2015, when I just finished my second year, I just moved home for the summer. And sadly, her cancer started to spread um, and it spread to her kidneys. And, uh, and, and sadly, she deteriorated very quickly. Um, so it was such a confusing time. You know, I was at uni, everything was changing a lot for me, had all these new friends. And then back at home, you know, my mum had... Everything's changed. Yeah, had cancer and, and didn't want me to be worrying or, you know, so I think she hid quite a lot of it from me. Um, but I was obviously very aware of it. And I, I just felt like... I mean, I felt so childlike, even though I was 20 when mum died. So, you know, in the eyes of the Laura was an adult. I just, I just felt helpless and like I was sort of flailing around, you know, I was still bringing my washing home. So <laughs> I didn't really feel like an adult. Um, but that must have been very difficult for you because I know when you move out for the first time, no matter what, 
what age you are. When you move out for the first time and you know, you're young, you're a student and it's all exciting, it's all new. Coming home is the stability, is the what you're used to. And even though maybe after two weeks of being at home, you can't wait to get out again. <laughs> it's still for that not to be there anymore or for even to come back and it's different. You're coming back to your mum who's sick as opposed to your mum who's spitting out cherry stones with you. Exactly. And, and every time I did come home, things were different again. So, so something had changed, um, you know, with her medical care or um, she was in a different place with it mentally. So, so things were different and it, it felt like I was sort of about in a storm with no ability to control the waves that were hitting, mm. just open to whatever life was throwing at me. And, and that was very destabilizing. And I think at the time, you know, I didn't know any better. I just, I just sort of survived it and got through it. But I still now in my life feel the effects of that sort of trauma, really. You know? mm. and, and grief is still, of course, absolutely such a huge part of, of who I am now. The time between getting sick and passing away, how long was that? Two years. So very short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how did your relationship or did it change with her during that time? I think in hindsight, I'm a little frustrated almost with the fact that because my mum was so adamant that she was going to be okay again, that she was going mm. to get better. She didn't ever want to engage in conversations around what would happen if she mm. died. And so despite having those two years, we didn't really have, you know, preparation time because she was so adamant, you know, even as she, even as it became clear that she was dying and that it was her last days, the vicar came round to talk to her about what she might like for the funeral and she sent him packing. She just said, no, yeah. she was like, I'm not talking to you. I have no interest. And so, I mean, rather frustratingly, you know, when she, when she died, we had no idea what funeral she wanted. We had no, she hadn't written a will since I was one year, one year old. So it was hard. And I think I do find myself being jealous and envious of young people who have been able to have those conversations that are a little bit more final because of course at the time they're horrible and you never want to have them but they are really helpful I think but then on the other hand my mum was just wonderful and and I just I remember her as she always was which was joyful and positive and optimistic and so actually, you know, she left me with that, which was, which was mm. real hope, you know, and joy. So, so that in itself is a beautiful thing. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You have talked about as well anniversaries and birthdays and Christmas. It's just horrible. I don't, I don't know that there will ever be one of those days, whether it's a, a, a her birthday, my birthday, you know, her, the death anniversary, the funeral day, you know, all of these days, there's yeah. so many of them, isn't there? I don't think there'll ever be one that isn't, that isn't horrible in its own way. But I am getting now to a point, sort of four or five years on, of feeling more able to to sort of go about that day and like roll with the punches a little whereas at first it was a duvet day you know I was just Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not facing the world and I what I find really helpful is hearing from others how they spend that day so I was recently talking to a friend who lost her brother and they on his birthday have a day where they just celebrate him and everything he loved so Mm -hmm. he was quite young so they play video games they drink milkshake they eat pizza you know all those things that that remind them of him Mm. and I similarly always go to a national trust property on my mum's birthday (laughs) because she was obsessed with them and so I'm really hoping that during lockdown I'm going to be able to to do that um but, you know, just, just little things like that, I think, can make what is always going to be a horrible day slightly more of a celebration of their life, you know, rather than just a day filled with pain. And what we always encourage within Let's Talk About Loss, we always encourage people just to be open and say, yeah. hey, this day's coming up for me. I don't know what to do. You know, do you have any mm-hmm. advice or ideas? And we've got Father's Day coming up and we're going to do a special meet up on Father's Day for people who want to join in and, and you know, would find that helpful. And some mm. won't, you know, because some people will be under the duvet. And that's absolutely fine. I think it's more a case of have a plan, but then on the day, if you don't feel like doing it, that's okay. Yeah, totally, totally. And actually, I've had people say to me, is it bad that I just go to work on, on my mum's birthday and find it absolutely fine I'm like no of course that's not bad you know if that's what you feel able to do great Mm -hmm. just there should be no pressure over those days Mm -hmm. and and one thing I find helpful is not comparing 
what I am experiencing to say what my siblings or my dad or, or someone mm. else who knew mum is experiencing because actually we all had such a unique relationship with her that, that I might be finding the day really hard and someone else in my family might be finding it actually okay. That's fine. There doesn't need yeah. to be any comparison there. Isn't that sometimes the case where everybody within even a family group like obviously everybody expressed their grief differently. Everybody handles it differently. I often find that I get myself so focused on Christmas Eve is going to be so hard. Christmas Eve is going to be so hard. And then like this year, it hit me four days before. Yeah. Like, to- and actually then Christmas Eve was fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is weird where there's others, maybe in a family unit, who just don't want to talk about it. And I think it's being respectful of how each person wants to deal with it in their own way, but also being there for each and every one in case they need it. And I wish I'd known that before I was bereaved, because that's a real important lesson to learn, isn't it? That, that grief is unique, even within a family unit. So I'm one of three siblings, and we have all grieved so differently. And at first I found that really hard because I couldn't mm. understand why I was crying all the time and my sister wasn't, you know? And, mm. and I wish I'd known that before. I wish that was more of a, a lesson that people just it's knew. Like pressure. Exactly, exactly. And then, and then you wonder if you're doing grief right. And, and of course, there isn't a right way to grieve. There isn't a wrong way to grieve. But you just sort of, you just don't know this stuff, do you? And yeah. I think for me, it's, but I was so young. I didn't know anyone really. I mean, I knew a couple of people through school who had been bereaved, but we never talked about it. Yeah. So I just didn't, it was all very new. I had to learn it very quickly. Tell me about your relationship with your family now that your mom is gone, because she sounds as though she's somebody who is very much the head of the house and somebody yeah. who steered the ship. Oh, absolutely. My poor dad, he's a farmer and um, the quite traditional relationship where mum did sort of all the cooking and the cleaning and looking after the kids. And suddenly he had sort of three teenagers. We were 20, 18 and 16, not the easiest ages. He had to learn how to cook. He had to get his head around all the cleaning. He had to, you know, sign all the slips for school and <laughs> that mum had done all of that. And I think I, I felt like I was getting to know my dad in a whole new way because he, you know, I'd, mum had been sort of the more, um, well, she'd done all the sort of childcare and stuff growing up. So I was quite close to her. And when I used to phone home, I, dad would answer and I'd say, hi, dad, can I speak to mum, please? Yeah. <laughs> sort of the extent of our conversation. So we, you know, we had to get to know each other, and also we had to, we had to coexist when we were all experiencing this grief. And and actually, Mum passed away in the July, and then in the October, I went back to uni for my third year, and my sister went off to start university. So then, very quickly, it went from like a sort of bustling family of five to just yeah. my dad and my brother at home. You know, so loads has changed but we're so close as a unit now and I feel like we all grew up so quickly when mum died because because you do don't you your childhood is sort of ripped away and you suddenly have to 
you know deal with funeral plans and a, a will and all this sort of stuff you think oh gosh I'm, I'm an adult I'm really an adult now um but yeah it was such a such a joy to spend time with them now and you know we are all different and I think because of the work I do running let's talk about loss that means we do talk about grief maybe more than other families would do um because I'm I'm always talking about it um and so I think it's I think it's good that we're able to you know to spend that time together and enjoy each other's company but but have mum really present you know Mm. so and my dad's got a new partner now who is just the most wonderful wonderful woman and she is so good as well at at sort of keeping mum you know in the family and and just really it's a really positive atmosphere of of sort of remembering and and sort of supporting each other through that and and I know that I'm so lucky to have that because because not everyone does do they and mm. for some people it's really hard so I do count myself very lucky Beth finally let's talk about loss since you've set it up what do you think is different about how you are now had you not have done it for me I just felt so alone even though I I knew people who'd been yeah. bereaved you know I had siblings who were bereaved of the same person mm. I just felt so completely alone and I I'm a worrier I always have been a worrier even when I was a kid and I just worried that I was doing it wrong or that that I was going to forget mum or that you know all these all these little things I just didn't understand and now I feel so confident in my grief because I could, I have tens of hundreds of, you know, people who I've met who can nod along and say, I feel exactly the same. Yeah. I also think that I also said that I also do that. And that has transformed things for me because my mental health was in a really bad place. And I, I just felt so lonely and isolated. And now I just think, yeah, you know what, what happened to me was really, really horrible. But look at all these wonderful friends I've made. And, and actually, I feel now able to sort of move forward and, and, and live a life that, that is actually full of joy and, and mm. excitement and friendship, um, you know, r- rather than feeling like I did, which was sort of stuck in a rut, really, of, of grief. So it's just transformed how I live my life. And I'm just able, you know, to, to laugh and, and joke and, and be so much more positive now. And I, I don't know that I would have had that if I hadn't been able to find others to sort of hold my hand. Through mm. it. Beth, you're doing an amazing thing. I know exactly when you talk there about talking about being alone or whatever. And I often describe it as, because there is, there's that isolation, even if you're with a big group of friends yeah. and you're out somewhere, it's still that sort of loneliness within you. It's so important what you're doing and congratulations and thank you for coming on with us. Oh, thank you. It's been a joy to chat to you. Thanks thank so you. much. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 